0: everyone and welcome back to Book It Vince, the Wrestling Dream Match Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the perfect ten,
1: Anthony Hall. Oh, I know that one. It's um the uh, the Canadian legend himself, Sean Spears. Sean Spears, the perfect ten. The Canadian god, the chairman. The Canadian God,
0: former the chairman. Perfect
1: ten. Um. Yes, I remember when I was at NXT TakeOver Toronto and he was wrestling Bobby Roode, also Ooh. another Canadian. And I believe uh, that is where the 10 chant um, began when uh, they would go outside of the ring and people would just go 10. Um, that, I believe, was in NXT Toronto. It's Origins. And I was a part of that group. Also, technically, I,
0: yes. Uh, technically, I would say uh, the perfect ten is Ty Dillinger, but right. Still, Who is that? I only know Sean Spears, <laughs> but he still does the he still does the ten symbol or, or like hand sign, but we're going to get into that more in just a second, as you can we see are? by the title of this podcast, because um, we got a fun episode today. Of course, if you like what we do here at Book Advents on the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music. I think it's called. I don't know. Google. They're all there. Everywhere. Just search book events and find them and subscribe so you can catch every episode when it comes out. And you can also watch it on YouTube. See our beautiful faces. My lighting. Anthony's uh, 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 new
1: apartment. <laughs> it is the apartment set from the music video of Natalie and I Torn. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so Recognize the red couch. Fast uh yes that's right and did you know that torn is not originally by natalie and brooklyn it's a cover version <laughs> mm-hmm. oh uh, lord yeah i just you know need to spice it up i have a blue screen so we can go anywhere we want No, including... you live with you live with natalie and
0: um <laughs> and yes. uh you sublet
1: and now I'm de- in my van driving away. <laughs> All right. The audio listeners. <laughs> and now I am uh, going to go to a uh, cage. A cage.
0: Will there be a cage in this booking? We'll see. Um, so is my week to come up with something. There's a couple of things. One, I thought of this one a while ago stored it in the back of my head for later. Um, and then it came to me last night or so when I was trying to think of like, Oh, what could we, what could we do this week? Um, and then even this morning I saw someone tweet about this and one of the men retweeted it. Uh, so you know that it's, it's out there in the universe. People want to see it. And also, it's two of my current favorite wrestlers um, in AEW. And so this week, we're going to be deciding who is the real perfect 10. When we put against each other one, a Spears versus mm. Dark Orders, Preston, 10, Vance. Damn. Damn! Press ten. Press Dance. ten, Vance. It's it's a, it's actually they. I will say they are very very clever with the numbers and names of the Dark Order. Like if you think yeah. about it, Evil Uno one. Oh yeah, Stew two. Oh yeah, have you never caught that? S- also yes. Two,
1: so two. He also has two ton. lines on
0: his. He also has two lines band on his face. Oh, um, and his Twitter handle is two stu dose. So oh, um, who's three? Is there a three in the Dark Order? Alex Reynolds, because they take the e in Reynolds and make it a backwards three. Uh, uh, can you see it on here? Oh, yeah, you can see it right there. Oh, there. Reynolds oh. is three, and then Silver is. You can kind of see on my shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm flipped the other way. The I and the V is a Roman numeral for four. And then Alan Angels is five because the A's flipped upside down are Roman Roman numeral V's. Mm. And then apparently I remember on podcast hearing there was a six, a seven, an eight, and a nine.
1: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Um, well, also, re- remember when the Dark Order first debuted, and it was like none of those guys that yeah. we have grown to love, and it was just a bunch of dudes wearing masks, like in like black, like morph suits, basically, just like crawling yeah. around, like weirdos, like <laughs> the what uh, did they call uh, them? The, the creepers, I think. The creepers, yes. Yeah. And they're just like ah oh oh, and they would just like make a, a throne for Uno to sit on, and like just like attack people and stuff. That was weird. Yeah. That was when I did not like the dark no, order. No, and- <laughs> I will
0: legitimately say, uh, like, and say out loud, I did not like the dark order back then. But now, I, that was when
1: I was incredibly confused of what they were. Yeah, but now, but now, yeah, now, they are the most over faction. Yeah, for sure. I have, I have two of their shirts, <laughs> and I
0: want to. I need to. Get, I, I need to get a shirt, and I want to get another one, and I want to get ten shirt because it's really cool. Mm. And yeah, then it's. Preston, his real name, or at least his wrestler name. I don't know if it's his real name. Preston Vance. That's 10. 10. Um, nice. But yeah, so these two. Obviously, the connection is 10 and mm. people just want to see that. And I think also Preston is so over. Um, yes, he's a giant man. Mm-hmm. Big, beefy boy. Yeah, we all love uh, and uh, Mr. Spears is uh, in my opinion a, an incredible heel. yes, great heel. So yes. I thought okay let's say I have these two in a rivalry. I think it'd be a very good mid card rivalry um, and obviously you can include the factions of the Dark Order and the Pinnacle but the way I wanted to spice this up is that um, there has been an online campaign, For a long time now to get 10 a shot at the TNT title, and I think he's already had one. But, Mm. um, I truly do believe that 10 eventually will be TNT champion. But I think this is the Book of Vince universe. Let's book it, let's just do it.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hmm, where do we begin? So, let's see. So,
0: I don't want. Mm. In my head, I think it's going to take a really, really, really big baby face to topple Miro right now. Right. In current day standing, because Miro is hot. I think Miro is going to hold the TNT title for a while. Mm. Because his new gimmick, the Redeemer, God's favorite champion, that whole thing is. Is, is really clever and it really fits him. Um, and so uh, I don't really necessarily think that I'd want Preston to beat him. If we were trying to book this real life, if we wanted to completely fantasy book it 100 percent, he beats Miro. Yeah, <laughs> um, we could do that or we could have it that something happens to Miro. He has to vacate it and then later.
1: Miro comes back. Says he never lost it. New rivalry. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm more comfortable with that because I can't think of uh, a reason why uh, Mirod would lose to uh, someone who's not just a white hot baby face at this point in time. I mean, Um, I mean, Preston can eventually get there. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. But it's going to take some time. And you know what? In the book of Vince, book of Vince universe, we only have uh, just over an hour to figure out this. So um, Okay, I think um, maybe. All right, here we go. Uh, let's let's open up the fantasy floodgates and say that. Uh, so Miro was at the, Su- the Suicide Squad premiere, um, and he was photographed with John Cena. So let's say that they're still friends, and John Cena has somehow convinced. Um, Whomever the producers of uh, the Peacemaker miniseries is to cast Miro uh, in season two of the Peacemaker. Uh, so Miro has to go away and film for a while, and the schedule is so tight that he he does have to vacate the title. So that maybe they do an injury angle um, where uh, somebody. Who is like a, a monster, or he gets maybe ganged up uh, on by a group of people? It could be the pinnacle, maybe looking to get some gold, and they they ambush Miro after one of his uh, title defenses, and they uh, they take him out. Okay. Possibly.
0: Okay. Okay. So, I think it was good. so
1: that I think yeah, so that gives him um uh, a way out. So he can become a Hollywood star starring alongside John Cena, everyone's favorite action star. And then uh, basically that puts the gold or that puts um, the pinnacle in the running to be uh, the champions. Yeah. You no, I, I think that's a, I think it's a good way to do it. Um, and then. I mean, we love doing tournaments here, but maybe we'll we'll hold off on the uh, the open tournament for right now, and let's we'll start building the rivalry out. So we see that uh, Miro's been taken out by the Pinnacle. The Pinnacle, I believe, will start to target other champions as well, whether that be tag champions, maybe the Pinnacle adds a, a female wrestler, and they they, they target um, Ooh. the the female title belt as well. Who so they're going would be a good? Gold?
0: Who would be a good female wrestler for the for the pinnacle?
1: Jade. <laughs> uh, Probably.
0: I think Jade's too. I think Jade's too big for the pinnacle, and I don't wow. mean in size. I mean in like. I think in I personality. Think this is why I think pairing her with smart Mark Sterling was like the choice because whoever she's then with like Mark doesn't over overshadow her. It's all about Jade which is the whole point. And so then mm-hmm. putting her with anyone that's like that could possibly overshadow overshadow her is not good. So I think it's okay, got to be about somewhere- This.
1: How about this? we get a debuting Ruby Soho joining oh, the okay. pinnacle. That would, that'd be pretty crazy, right? Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Um, and th- yeah, they, they, they need a woman in their faction. I mean, I know the Inner Circle doesn't have one either, but like, um, they should both be getting women if they want to uh, continue to compete uh, in all facets of the company and go for... To have people possibly vying for every piece of gold that is in the company.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like some of these, um, some of these factions, like I think that Anjay was a perfect addition to the dark order, like uh, not to, not to, you know, um, not to diss her previous gimmick. um, but I think like her coming in as that and then switching and becoming like ruthless and the Mm queen slayer was such a amazing moment. And then she's fit so well with them as kind of like the annoyed big sister. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I'm really excited to see when she comes back and I'm really sad that she hasn't come back yet, at least at the time of this recording. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that having that presence there, like that's why I also like uh, even even though the Hardy family office is such a weird ragtag group of people that don't fit <laughs> really with each other because you have like no hybrid two, Butcher Blade and uh, uh, Private Party, but like Bunny is a great mix into there because it's kind of yeah it, it kind of it somewhat makes sense because of how Hardy. Like has the different sides of him, obviously. So he's kind of got his like, you know, he's got big money, Matt, and that kind of fits with Private Party. He's got, you know, it's mm-hmm. the Hardy Boys thing, so that kind of fits with Hybrid Two. And then he's kind of mm-hmm. got his like ruthless side, um, which fits with Butcher Blade Bunny. So it kind of yeah. like kind of fits with each of them individually. Um, and so like Bunny works in uh, in that, uh, and I think she's great in it too so adding that female presence to groups would be great Um, I don't think something like the inner circle needs it but I think the pinnacle could definitely use it because then you get this woman uh, this female presence that uh, speaks on the same level as they do of like I'm hot shit I'm the best I'm dominating this division even like Deanna Perazzo if she came in and just worked with them for a match or something, I, if,
1: yeah. Okay. If the, if Diana Perrazzo came to, um, AEW, she would be like the perfect fit for the pinnacle. And then Ruby Soho would be a better fit for the inner circle because like the inner circle has like big time, like New York energy as well, especially with (laughs) like, um, uh, Santana and Ortiz and, and Sammy even a little bit, uh, and then having like, yeah, Ruby Soho would be great. And then, yeah, then each faction would have like a really good female wrestler because the best friends have Satlander yeah. and, uh, and that would be good too. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's all good. But essentially what I'm saying is like, okay, we, we have like a female presence in the pinnacle as well so that we can continue to, um, start these, these kind of like small mini feuds yeah. that lead Imagine. to our feud. Imagine it gets to a point where
0: essentially the pinnacle does to the Dark Order what they did to Cody Mm -hmm. when Brody Lee became the TNT champion and they just took the Rhodes family on stage and just decimated them. And then that's where Anna Jay came out and choked out Brandy and was like, I'm the Queen Slayer now it's like you could have them come out and then there's anna jay just sort of like i don't know what to do and then boom tiana prazo comes out and just choke and just takes out anna jay and it's just like holy shit the pinnacle are here to prove that they are the top stable group of AEW and of just wrestling
1: I think that maybe uh, in our booking of this uh, Perfect 10 versus uh, the Dark Orders 10, uh, we have an opportunity to uh, utilize uh, a fictional trios title match uh, just to get everything going. Cause like, I think you could do the, uh, if you do FTR and Sean Spears, uh, you could say hypothetically, they are the the three man champions Mm -hmm. and then uh reynolds silver and 10 or uno grayson and 10 get a chance to uh battle for this a trio's title and that's like maybe the first time we get uh their interactions together um and i think this is like this would be a good moment for uh the the dark order to potentially come out on top and and win those trio titles and then you do that moment with the with everybody coming out like all the dark orders coming out to celebrate but then the pinnacle comes out and they are very mad and they boom boom mm-hmm. boom they're beating up everybody and yes of course j just recently and, recently hey, come this back.
0: isn't this isn't colt cabana we're talking about with the boom boom <laughs>
1: My if favorite anything, wrestler, he's going to get boom, boomed. He, he is going to get boom, boomed, Um, probably by like Wardlow or somebody. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you just got to like chuck him across the ring. Uh, but yeah, and then let's just, let's say that Anna Jay has come back like this is this is yeah. post Anna Jay return. So she's in the ring as well. They're celebrating and then everybody gets attacked and then Deanna Perazzo comes out and it's like, oh, damn, the pinnacle got Deanna Perrazzo. Damn, she got to do the the Fujiwara armbar onto uh, Anna J who already had an injured shoulder and everyone's like, no! Oh my god! That'd be good. Uh, JR, JR's going crazy. That's Diana the The impact champion. Just what still, you doing here? We'll, we'll just
0: chalk that up for... Uh, That's a Fujiwara armbar. Bad JR impression. <laughs> she's going uh, <laughs> to snap that bone just like a baby back do you rim. think? Do you think the JR would know what a Fujiwara <laughs> No, I guess your <laughs> armbar is
1: that'd be Excalibur. That's some, that's some kind of uh, that's some kind of armbar submission. Yes, Jr. That's a Fujiwara armbar. Deonna like- Perrazzo with extensive training in Japan. No, this is how it'd go. It'd be
0: Tony Schiavone going. She's got her. She's got her in some sort of uh arm armbar hold. Uh, and then and then uh, <laughs> Excalibur would say. That's a Fujiwara armbar. Bar. And then, and then, whatever, would, uh, wh- and then, whatever it is, it looks like a hearse like hell. They would say something like that or say, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She's going to rip, th- she's going to rip that poor girl's arm out of her socket. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to rip it right <laughs> out
1: of the socket. Like when I spatchcock a hen for a, for a, a barbecue chicken. What? <laughs> buy my barbecue sauce. What about barbecue sauce? Everybody, buy my barbecue sauce. That's me. Jim oh, um, <laughs> Okay. Anyway, I think uh, I think
0: <laughs> I think the other thing, too, about this whole thing is like. Um, there are v- very easy ways to start a rivalry. And p- you forget that sometimes like. Rivalries. Uh, start out of nowhere for no mm. reason, sometimes. Um, or it's like a very simple thing and then we forget the complete incarnation of a rivalry uh, because then the feud's so good. So uh, I forget what I was watching, but um, the rock versus Stone Cold WrestleMania 17 promo video came up. I think I was listening to a podcast or something. Mm. Um, and they asked like, what's your favorite promo video for a rivalry? Because as we all know, when we reach WrestleManias or big events or something, they just played one the other night. By the time this comes out, it will already be by the time this comes out, SummerSlam and TakeOver 36 will be done. So we don't know who's going to win those. But uh, this past week on NXT, they did a promo video for uh, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. And it was a friggin awesome promo video. But so on this podcast I was listening to, they talked about the promo video for Rock and Stone Cold WrestleMania 17. Do you know why they were feuding? I don't. Well, one, Stone Cold won the title. That's one big thing. The other okay. is that at the time, Stone Cold's wife, I think, I don't, Debra. Know, if, I don't know if it was, hmm? was it Deborah? It was Deborah, yes. It was Deborah um, terrible. Uh, she was in the company at the time and. Uh, Vince McMahon then made a stipulation at the time during the rivalry that I always say that so we rivalry. Um, rivalry. Uh, <laughs> that Deborah would then be the manager for uh, the rock. That started a whole load of stuff and Stone Cold then said, uh like that was a big part of it is like if if anything happens to Deborah, it's on you rock. And they just went after each other a lot of the time of that and Kurt Angle or yeah, uh was it Kurt Angle? No. yes. There was another person involved, and I can't remember who exactly it was. Um, yeah, it was Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle put Deborah in a ankle lock. (laughs) So, (laughs) bam. So, Angle, but yeah, it's like you can have really simple things, um, start rivalries, and so how do you start this rivalry? Okay, they end up in a match together, triples match or whatever. And then you just have them come and face off and then everybody just starts shouting ten. And and Sean Spears does the ten sign and they just start going at it. And maybe then within this match, they like brawl the outside or or they brawl the ring or something like that. And then it just builds within promos and moments and stuff. And I think one key
1: moment here is like maybe they do do that. They do have a face-off um, where in the trios match, yeah, it's like ten, and then and then Preston also goes ten, and then maybe <laughs> the second the second time they do the tens, Sean Spears just like double-hand slaps Preston Vance, like doing like the 10 thing like he's like 10 and they just like with two hands slaps him right in the chest and then they do that over and over again um okay. and it's like, i like oh, that i like that a lot yeah yeah i like that um, i like that a lot <laughs> like yeah the double yeah yeah chest chop and then and then maybe in the brawl like who's the biggest baby face in the dark order excluding um hangman like, who's the biggest Babyface member? Like, it's, one you think that they need protect. To, I, to protect. Oh, to protect? Well, I mean... In, a, in the, a way. The people who
0: get the biggest pops for the Dark Order are... are uh, uh,
1: Silver and mm-hmm. Preston. Okay, so it's Silver then. So Silver, I think, is... Um, is incapacitated a little bit and you see sean spears he has this opportunity to pounce to really hurt somebody and he goes outside the ring and gets a chair and he is about to just like clobber uh john silver with the chair and then 10 press 10 vance just grabs the chair from like behind him and like whips it out of the ring and then they face off again And you're like, whoa, well, it could
0: be it could be in these like build up matches that you're talking about where it's like tag teams or triples or whatever. And the ref gets distracted or something and Spears grabs the chair and is going to hit him. And then that's where, yeah, he runs in, grabs the chair and they just stand nose to nose, pressing up against each other where it's just like two bulls
1: ready to lock horns and yeah. they just start wailing on each other, and everybody goes crazy. So maybe we save that, right? So maybe after this 3v3, we get that initial brawl with everybody. We reveal that the Pinnacle has recruited <laughs> Diona Prazo. And she joins the Pinnacle. So then, in the following weeks, we're we're getting some more matches that are that's building up to like some big blow off between the Dark Order and the Pinnacle. So we think that's how we think it's being built because there's all of these mini matches happening, right? Yeah. So you you maybe have... we get like MJF versus uh, John Silver, maybe, and that is maybe where that That'd that little chair, that little chair thing happens, where it's like. MJ is losing and mm-hmm. Sean Spears slides, tries to slide the chair in, but press 10 stops the chair from going into the ring. And then they, they brawl, blah, 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 And then like we, we get whatever result happens. But then, yeah, there's continually escalations between. Uh, and then you can have brawling. Mm-hmm. You, and you can
0: have things like on dark or elevation, you can have. um, Do an Uno versus FTR or 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 uh, five versus Wardlow or versus Spears. And like. They lose or it's to disqualification and Pinnacle like beats them up and then Darker has to come in and run and save them or or, Mm. you know, it's just stuff like that. Um, Could even. I was about to say, could even be a feud between Hangman and MJF. But right now, Hangman is riding solo. So
1: don't know. I think he's going to. Yeah, I think he's going to go on a bit of a break. Yeah, um, currently as we're recording this, to be a father. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's yeah. And you have these matches that slowly build up this rivalry between the two of the between the two groups. And it's this kind of like. Different matchups between people. I mean, even like even like Cole Cabana versus Wardlow would be a great match. Um <clears throat> so yeah, you have you have this build up. Um and yeah, it's leading to this triple uh trios title. And is this just a qualifier or is this like the end and the, and the pinnacle get the trio's title
1: or the pinnacle the dark already order has the, I think the, I think the, the pinnacle had, the, so I think this is how the feud starts is that the pinnacle or the, the, dark order has earned a shot at the trio's title against the pinnacle who already are the champions. Um, then okay. dark order wins. And, and then that's when like the big brawl starts. That's when we see Diana. Uh, Then the following matches are just like um, more um, escalation of uh, the Pinnacle versus the Dark Warrior. So, yeah, like you said, on Dark, we get maybe like FTR versus Stu and Uno. Maybe we get Wardlow versus um, uh, Cabana. Then we get an MJF versus John Silver. We get that heightened moment of the chair being... uh, being slid in and then you see uh, Press 10 and Sean Spears face off against each other again and we get that second moment of escalation and I think there has to be one more match where it's like everything boils over and then it's just those two fighting each other Ooh. what if it, it comes to a point where it's like this
0: is part of it too to help lead to a bigger brawl and everything is like everybody's having these matches right and Deanna's side herself with now this is like a whole episode of itself. <laughs> Deanna is with the pinnacle, and in all this stuff, then Anjay calls her out and says and challenges her for the impact uh women's title. Yeah. And they have a match and it's and at one side is the pinnacle and at one side is the dark or and it's just chaos. And Deanna wins. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. And then you have all this build-up and and uh, this crazy
1: like gang versus gang. Like like it's, like, it's like West Side story. It's a West Side story, but like Dark Order and the Pinnacle. <laughs> and they could probably do that on BTE as well. Like they do a, a West right. Side story esque vignette where they are they are in the parking lot of Daly's place and they're just like snapping at each other (laughs) Uh, this is something I mean you can't take it off the table because of course MJF and Jericho did a whole ass musical number on live TV so it's very true it's very true it could be Um, on BTE and they could face each other the sharks and the jets Um, and that helps like kind of build this in a more comedic sense as well so what I think then.
0: Like what it kind of in my head seems like it's leaning towards is like a group versus a group match. It's like a stadium stampede or some type of, you know, uh, uh, five man tag match or something like that or. F- f- uh, four man tag, yeah, five, five man tag. Um, something big like that, but I wonder how we can form it into this. I mean, you can just have them going at it and it's clearly this rivalry between the two groups. And, and and instead of like it all coming to a head, instead, it is just an ongoing thing. So maybe it's not a thing that happens like for a month straight. Maybe it's like every other week or, you know, a little thing here, a little thing there, interrupting each other's matches or. Or getting involved or maybe then the pinnacle rival uh, has a rivalry with another group or another um, pair. And maybe it's like they have the tag titles and they're fighting with this person. And then the other pinnacle members try to get involved. And then the Dark Order comes up, comes in and runs them off, just like they've done with like uh, Scorpio and page or like with the elite, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And then we within should, that, it builds specifically the rivalry that builds is ten and spears.
1: Yeah, and there there should be a this, this should be one of the big gimmick matches of the the dark order versus the pinnacle is that <laughs> it would be called like the perfect ten match because it's ten men and to win That's you right. have to you have to get a countout because the countout is to ten. So it's a ten, it's like a ten count out match. <laughs> so it's a 10 it's a ten, 10 match and to make it even more crazy each team has to pick one weapon so there's also 10 weapons like each member of each team has Sweet. to pick one weapon. No, we so it's this ten, is getting it <laughs> it's getting too deep. It's it's 10 weapons with 10 men and it's you have to incapacitate all the members and you have to get every Oh, okay. How about this? All right. I'm getting, I'm getting all of these juices flowing in my head. <laughs> um, everybody, it's like a reverse. Uh, this is a dumb like impact style match where they did like basically the reverse Royal Rumble where everybody has to get inside the ring. You, the first team to get all 10 member all five members inside of the ring wins uh, and you have to have all five members in for a total of 10 seconds. <laughs> and there's uh, we, can, we don't have to do the 10 weapons thing. That's crazy. But if it's if it's 10 people total and you have to get all of your members in the ring for 10 seconds total, then that is that's the gimmick. That's the match.
0: <laughs> that's there for you. Audio it's,
1: listeners,
0: I've been shaking my head this <laughs> entire time. <laughs> <laughs> impact
1: is like cra- impact has like crazy matches in the yeah, past Yeah, it is uh, but
0: i mean there's a reason why we don't do the reverse rumble anymore because it's stupid i mean i, I like the kn- idea know, that you're but like for, they're but like 10 let's make everything 10 yeah yeah but at the same is, time it's, it's like it's, wouldn't that be more fitting for the match between spears and 10 rather than like the groups because it's like well what's the point of what, what's yeah, the point of yeah, having like right. mjf involved in in something like yeah. it's this
1: weird gimmick match like that you're right you're right okay so it could be the it's a reverse raw rumble no str- well, it's a reverse it's a it's a count out you realize that uh, you realize fight.
0: that a last man standing match has to
1: answer to a count of 10 so it could just be that yeah but last man standing is boring compared to a i reverse have in my rumble mind. isn't <laughs> it's 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 less of a reverse royal rumble if it's just um one v one it's it would basically be like a capture the flag uh operation where they would start the match outside of the ring and they would each have <laughs> five weapons at their disposal okay. and Here. then would...
0: here's here's another crazy but more plausible idea. Um, <laughs> what if. OK, it's a perfect 10 match because it's 10 men. Yes. And the, yes, the stipulation is that every person can bring in a weapon. But what if it's this? It yes. said it's five matches in succession. And when someone wins, that scores a point for their team. And then first to the 10. No, well, it'd be
1: best of five. <laughs> right. Okay, for what? Okay, okay. If it's best of five, and um, you score two points per win, that means once you get, uh, uh, I'm just trying to make it to calculate it so that to win the whole match you have to get a total of ten points. <laughs> no, this is too much. This is already
0: way too much. Of that. <laughs>
1: This is a podcast called Overbook It Vince. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is way too much. That's what this is. What it is? You brought this upon yourself, Marty.
0: <laughs> no, I no, I haven't. You all of a sudden were like, oh, let's make the perfect ten match. It's gonna have nineteen thousand rules, including <laughs> variety. Stipulations it, are the variety of life. People can't get the bat the the casino battle royale
1: right. <laughs> and it's just a fucking battle royal hey man i know that the i know that all the smarks will understand where i'm coming from and it will be confusing it will probably not work but it would be wildly entertaining it's too much that's where i'm at
0: <laughs> way too much i just want to see 10 and spears go at it for the tnt title
1: in a false count anywhere perfect 10 match with 10 weapons
0: i mean yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> it just it, it it could be a last man standing match and just call it the a perfect 10 match yeah i don't know i like gosh, that's just so there's just so much there i can't i want to sit here and go yes let's do it but i'm just like it's too much
1: <laughs> It's too much we're trying to we're trying to build up this feud realistically so that the blow off can be something absolutely ridiculous that oh, is like, that's doesn't like need peak, to be. peak russo uh, impact booking no. crazy it doesn't need to be
0: absolutely realistic it just it just, <laughs> it just I want to sit here and be like all right we booked a, uh, uh, a, a plausible entertaining uh <laughs> interesting right. feud instead, of, instead of a giving, contract signing you're
1: giving me shark cages and yeah. uh and yeah a stipulation on a pole <laughs> instead of a contract signing it's a 10 course meal um okay well that could be funny <laughs> uh yes um, 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 um. what
0: else no, can I think I, of? I think I think like it being these two groups is a great robbery That can be a continuing thing, but then I think it does lead to, like, we started off originally (laughs) with this opening for the TNT title, Hmm. and it's like, MJF obviously isn't going to be the one to go for that. Wardlow could and lose. But I think Spears is clearly the member there to go for it. And then I think 10 is clearly the member of the Dark Order to go for it. Yeah. So I think then they enter it and just kind of like. In a lot of those other things, it's like, well, clearly these two are going to meet in the end. Mm -hmm. And it could be like in their. You know, their. Preliminary 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 quarterfinal match or whatever. They try to get involved in each other's things or the pinnacle at least gets involved in the dark horse one and tries to have. uh, Tries to have. Uh, ten lose. But of course he wins and then it leads to the final and then you can have like. Really interesting promo packages with these two, you could have. uh. No, Preston Vance is not a man to normally give really any promos. But imagine Mm. if imagine if he finally got to grab hold of the microphone on Dynamite and he just gives this really impassioned promo. About what the number 10 means to him. Wow. And his and and his friends backing him from the Dark Order. And then all these people in the crowd and they all start chanting 10, 10, (laughs) 10. And then Spears comes back with this whole thing of like. I was the perfect 10. I still am the perfect 10. But you hear them chanting this. Uh and he goes on this, whole so I don't know exactly how to say it, but he goes on this whole thing of like, you know, you hear them chanting this. Well, they will turn on you. They'll, they always do. They'll see you as a gimmick. They'll see you yeah. as nothing but this mask and this number and not yeah. see you for your true potential. And then that's where Preston can say, like the Dark Order allows me to be my full potential.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. So here, here's how I think this all kind of plays out, right? And so then they do d- a reverse. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh- <laughs> no, they
0: do. No, no. Here's what it is. They do a reverse last man standing match where uh, you need to let you uh, are uh,
1: stuck on the ground and you need to stand up for ten seconds. <laughs> You're laying on the ground and you have to stand up for ten seconds. Wow. You're now tied, that's a you're, match Marty you're
0: tied down and then yeah, when they when yeah, they manage, yeah. then the, when they sit up and they're trying to get their legs untied they're like fighting each other
1: now that's a match never do now, this anywhere Now never. you're <laughs> this is a bad now idea. you're talking Marty okay nope. but here's in all seriousness I see I see it playing out like this we get that first trios match that is uh, a 3v3 that introduces this uh, feud of the Pinnacle versus the Dark Order. Then we get uh, a smattering of small matches that involve other members of these factions battling each other. Then it is announced that Miro has to vacate the title because of previous um, injuries sustained from an attack by the Pinnacle. And we start like a small eliminator tournament that happens pretty much at the same time as this pinnacle and dark order stuff is slowly building. So we get the first couple of rounds over with, and of course the entrance from the factions uh, are all in this like bracket and they start trying to fuck with each other. Uh, I think, yeah, the pinnacle appears in Vance's match and the dark order appears in Sean Spears's match uh, and it all comes to a head when they make it to the finals and it is Sean Spears versus press 10 Vance. And then we get that moment you talked about where 10 comes out and he talks about what the number 10 means to him, what it would mean to be the second champion of uh, the second TNT champion of the dark order. Yes. That's another the big famous, thing too. After the famous and dearly departed Brody Lee, Mm-hmm. He wants to bring the title that made his faction famous, that put them over, uh, back it, to the Dark Order. It really is so silly to say,
0: What does the number 10 mean
1: to you? <laughs> <laughs> but well, here's but I mean, 10 Mark, reasons why that's the title funny. belongs. Here's 10 reasons why the title belongs to the Dark Order. And, you know, number one being that Mr. Brody Lee. Is the greatest TNT champion of Ooh. all time. And I want to bring the belt back. You know, it'd be a good segment. And part of all this is
0: that Spears does 10 reasons why the dark order should not have the title. Yeah. And then that's where then they come out and then
1: Preston gives his 10 reasons why he should. Yeah. Um, and that boils over so that the final of this TNT tournament, uh for the title becomes like a uh, a stipulation thing because if they are talking about the 10 reasons why the 10 reasons why they should then we do the perfect 10 match which is the false count anywhere where they sit and they watch 10
0: things i hate about you starring Heath ledger yes exactly and whoever gives exactly. up first because it's such a bad no actually i don't know i think it, i'm pretty sure it's people love that movie. movie it's a
1: it's a fine movie <laughs>
0: but, it, but it all it all leads to and they the, have the their finals. eyes taped open and they have to keep watching it on reruns <laughs> yeah. they have to watch yeah, it yeah, 10 yeah, yeah, times yeah. and whoever watches it 10 times without giving up once. exactly <laughs> exactly so stupid
1: okay but i'm trying to i'm trying to make it reasonable now No, it's we, a, we it's built up the food properly. Yeah, it's a last man standing. Um, Answer account count of 10. It's a last man standing. Uh, yeah. And then I think just to continue with the 10 gimmick, we can scatter. Uh, each faction gets to pick five weapons that they hide underneath the ring. So there's, there's 10 possible weapons that they can use. Um, and then, yeah, of course, it's a last man standing. And then, yeah, that's it. So last man standing with the perfect 10. Sean Spears and 10 Vents and the winner gets the TNT title. Mm -hmm. And basically that's, that's the match. Like, yep. I think the dark order and the pinnacle are banned from ringside or else it would get too crazy. Um, But I think they end up just brawling in the back anyway during the match. Mm -hmm. And this of course is the opportunity. They could come out on stage and brawl on stage. Yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. I I think it would be so much more impactful and emotional if like 10 wins on his own. And uh, then the Dark Horror comes out and picks him up and everyone is just cheering, you know? Yeah. Silver's crying. Yes. he's,
1: He's so goddamn happy. And then they both have to uh cook in the ring and gordon ramsay comes out to review the dish whoever gets a perfect 10 from gordon ramsay is the true champion uh and then they have to uh collect pokemon cards and the first person to get a psa 10 win <laughs> is that possible a psa 10 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that's funny though <laughs> um that's really funny and no, but, okay. <laughs> but there it. we go. So, you know, choking aside for a serious moment. Yeah, it's, you know, Pinnacle versus Dark Order leads to uh, this continued rivalry, lots of different moments, lots of different uh, cool spots that you can do within it and around it and everything. And then leads to TNT title Spears versus 10 and 10 wins. The boyhood dream becomes mm-hmm. is real. And the uh,
1: following week on Dynamite, they are the Dark Order is celebrating the TNT championship win. The belt coming back to the Dark Order and Miro comes back on a fucking tank. Yeah, <laughs> in a tank. And he, it's because and of it,
0: it's because of some of whatever movie he is involved in has a tank. Um, yes, he, he plays Tank Man. I don't know if that's actually a, a, a super villain or whatnot. But yeah, he has a tank. I think then if the Dark Order were to win the TNT title
1: back, it definitely has to be like a black and purple. Yes, that's the that's the redesign. It's a it's a black and purple uh, with a gold um, like uh, main face of the belt. But like the the leather is a black and purple uh, color scheme. Yes, that's it. Boom. We did it. Um, We finally got there. Uh, We didn't really talk (laughs) what the match looks like per se. I'm sure there's chairs. I'm sure there's tendo sticks. Um, What is Ten's finisher? Is it a spine buster? No, it's a full Nelson. It's a full Nelson. Yeah. he Just like Chris Masters. Yes. And Bobby Lashley. Who is that? Oh, Oh, you mean
0: former, former
1: ECW champion Bobby Lashley? You mean the guy who had an exponentially cooler finisher before uh, and now they gave him the full Nelson? Hey, you know what? It it works for
0: it works for 10. Actually, uh, the other week on on dark or it was elevation. It was they had a triple. They had a trios match and it was silver Reynolds and 10. And Silver and Reynolds, mm-hmm. that their whole exchange where they like do a super kick into a yeah. into a into a, a, a stunner into a German suplex, and it was yeah. the German suplex. The guy rolls right into ten, and he just gives this dude the most gnarly full Nelson, swinging him back and forth.
1: So, I think I mean as much as I I love that, and I think that it fits. Like I I think he deserves some sort of, um, but he also does a lariat, mean spine buster
0: yeah yeah like it's either oh yeah discus
1: Larry. yeah like oh that'd be perfect yeah because that's mr that was mr brody's finisher so maybe he adopts that after he becomes the champion to pay tribute to our dearly departed leader mr brody and he he Um, does he does the kiss but instead of like it just going out he does like the kiss and then the 10 yeah 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 exactly yeah damn that's a good idea uh, Preston Vance, if you are listening, uh, you can have that one for free. <laughs> Damn, that's a good idea.
0: Book it, Vince. Because okay. we all know you secretly own a W.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bitch. Anyways. You don't care about the competition because you are the competition. It's like how everybody thought <laughs> <started> that <laughs> Coke and Pepsi were the same company. Yeah, come on now. Come on uh, now. <laughs>
0: well there we go Uh, that is our booking between Dark Orders Preston Vance and the Pinnacle Sean Spears let us know how you would book these two perfect tens to face off against each other in a rivalry um, and how you would book it let us know online because we love uh, hearing how people would do this stuff what their thoughts are and all that all that good stuff all that good um, stuff. To close out our episode, we have, of course, our question of the week and our re- match recommendation. Um, if you want to submit questions that we answer here on the podcast, you can either submit them to us online through the comments, reviews of the podcast, or even on Twitter. You can tweet at us and say, hey, We I want to know your opinions on this. Or you can go to our website, unknownerfilms.com slash book events, and there's a part, there's a place on there that you can submit questions directly. Uh, and also it has all our episodes on there and also all of our match recommendations, so you can go watch those and check all those out. Anthony, this week, my question for you is um it's interesting. It's kind of Got to do with the current state of wrestling in some ways, um, but I thought that this might be an interesting answer. Um, what do you think is a recent title reign from anywhere that you felt was? Uh, I don't know how to des- to describe this was underrated or maybe. I want want to say I don't want to say under or like uh, underwhelming because that's kind of too much negativity on it. But I want to say like underrated. What's a. Or even one that you think could have been better, I guess. Try to put a positive spin on it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I think like. because I have two in my head. What's happening in New Japan is kind of weird right now with the title. Um, well, it was weird. It was like this big, beautiful moment of Ibushi finally getting the uh, Intercontinental and heavyweight championships. But then he lost them and then Osprey won them. And then Osprey is now injured. So somebody else has them. And well, then Osprey was like, I'm not going back to Japan. I'm just going to be the champion in america and then it's like it's just very confusing well, to me because they come they combined unified the, the titles yeah which yeah. they shouldn't have done no um, i i don't i don't agree with that and also i think the new belt is really ugly so like yeah, kind of looks weird that i don't Love. I know that was uh not necessarily the exact answer to the question because it's not underrated, it was just like very confusing. And well, I think also, like that Bu- maybe yeah. I don't follow New Japan really, but
0: all I but I but I don't feel like Ibushi's title reign was that long.
1: No, it wasn't, it was very short. And for the buildup and the payoff of like him actually getting the titles, like it just felt so short. He became God. The titles um, merged into one and then he lost. And mm-hmm. it's a very, very confusing and odd. Uh, so I don't I don't love that. Um, that's mine, probably my answer.
0: Mine. I mean, I've said it before. The the rain that I personally kind of look at and go, oh, that was kind of I don't really like that was FTR's tag team title reign? Yeah, it, it was it's the shortest reign in all of AEW and I mean like you know think about it there's only been three world title champions four tag team title champions and now four team so yeah there's not that many you know title holders. Mm. Uh, But FDRs was just so short and it was just kind of like, eh, it was just sort of like pass this off to the bucks, you know? Um, A reign that I personally think is underrated. And should have been way more, but I get they're moving this person to be a bigger star is Biggie's intercontinental title reign. Mm. Because he won the title and then it was just sort of like I also, it was to me. It was just bad booking because it was just like, literally, the only person he faced was Apollo Cruz, and he beat him like seven times or something like that until finally <laughs> WrestleMania, where then they introduced Commander Aziz and that yeah. whole thing. So that I, I whole just, thing, I, ju- <laughs> I just felt like he could have done more of like open challenge and faced a lot of interesting people. Uh, Because it is one of my like kind of kind of one of my uh, uh, criticisms of SmackDown is that 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 mid card is really stagnant right now. It has amazing wrestlers, but they just keep facing each other. It's not really like doing anything interesting. Like it's Apollo Crews, Big E, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Sami Zayn, Cesaro. Mm. It's just it's just kind of like. nothing's really going on. I would have loved to see a Big E versus Cesaro title match, you know, like there could have been a lot of awesome. There could have been a lot of interesting open challenges and stuff and whatever, but yeah. And so I think, I think it was a great transition to obviously then winning money in the bank and hopefully being a world champion soon. But, but yeah, so, Uh, Let us know in the comments or online uh, which recent title reign do you think was underrated or um, could have deserved more to it. Let us know. Uh, And to close out, it is Anthony's match recommendation this week. So, sir, what match are you Hmm. recommending our listeners
1: to go watch and check out? Um, I was going to try to recommend a Preston Vance match, but a lot of them are on dark and I haven't seen them. So I am going to go with technically two uh, matches. Uh, one that I talked about earlier, which is uh, Bobby Roode versus Ty Dillinger at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Um, that just for the the fun and the gimmick of two Canadians wrestling each other. We, of course, here at Book of are Canadian based in Toronto. So... We love to see those two guys in the ring, the dirty dogs and the perfect 10, the chairman. <laughs> and speaking of the chairman, the second recommendation is uh stadium stampede Two, When there was uh, a moment where there is literally Sean Spears sitting in a room of chairs, just a room full of chairs. I want to do a Photoshop of uh, John Mayer's album uh, room for squares, but put uh <laughs> Sean Spears room on it and just room for chairs. Um I wish I could have done that like uh, immediately after that match but I just simply was flabbergasted. Um so yeah, both we, of those we, we watched that that pay-per-view
0: yeah. together and when that happened I popped because that was, it was the insane. funniest it was- thing I had seen it was just so good because as soon as it's like Sammy's looking around trying to find it, and then he hears something and he turns around, and it's just a single spotlight, and it <laughs> Spears sitting in the chair, and then it was like he's gonna be in a room full of chairs, and then <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. But we'll link the, the Rude versus um, Dillinger, aka Spears. Uh, match because that'll be a fun one to watch. But if you want to, please just go watch Stampede because it's entertaining as hell. Um, Yeah. But yeah, there we go. Great recommendation. And thank you very much for checking out and listening or watching this episode of the podcast Um, as always, you know, call to action, follow and subscribe to the podcast. If you've listened this far, thank you. Mm-hmm. Big shout outs! Big shouts outs!
1: Yes, to, shouts out!
0: Uh, all of our recent new listeners in the past couple of weeks and months. Mm-hmm. Um, please, we'd love to engage with you on social media. Um, you can either follow everything that we do at Unknown Air, like our Twitch streaming and like our YouTube videos and whatnot, um, online at ue underscore films, and then you can follow both of us individually. Uh, you can follow myself on Instagram and Twitter at Barton underscore minute and you can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. Or, of course, you can follow the podcast on Twitter so you can catch our live reaction tweets to events like SummerSlam or TakeOver 36 if you missed it. Or, of course, AW and, and everything else. Um, and just chat with us because we'd love to we'd love to engage with you and you can catch us on twitter at bookadvince pod so yeah so thank you everybody for checking out the podcast hope you have an excellent day week time zone
1: <laughs> and <laughs> of, of course uh shout out uh i just uh, look at our twitter and uh shout out uh jacob the rainbow warrior on YouTube at rainbow warrior 17 uh, for tweeting out that I need to see press 10 versus Sean Spears in front of a huge crowd. 10, 10, 10, 10. Uh, you're the reason why we uh, we're doing <laughs> this. Well, we picked this one.
0: Yes. That is the tweet that I saw earlier that reminded me <laughs> going, we got, we, we should finally do this one. Um, thank you very much, everybody. Go watch some wrestling. And uh, be safe out there and we'll catch you next time. That was we that was good. We did that in unison. I'm sorry, I just broke that. That that was great. (laughs) Ten, ten, ten.